Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Writer's Life Mini Podcast. I'm your host, Charvella Campbell, and thanks for tuning in. Today, Jenny Melrose is joining me, and she will be sharing how she turned blogging from a hobby into a successful business. And also, Jenny will introduce her coaching programs for entrepreneurs. Jenny, thank you so much for speaking with me today. Thank you so much for having me, Charvella. I appreciate it. So please tell us about yourself and how you got started blogging and business coaching. Absolutely. Um, I am a former inner city school district teacher. Um, I originally am from New York and taught in the inner city for probably about nine, it was nine years by the time I left. Um, I, during that time, I started a lifestyle blog because I was a new mother at that time with my oldest, who is now nine. So you can tell how long the site has been around. I started a couple months after my daughter was born, kind of as a way to have something that was still my own. I had lost myself, I think, with having a newborn and not really having a creative outlet. So I started my lifestyle site, The Melrose Family. And um, over the course of the nine years, it grew. I had another daughter, so now that there were two babies in the picture. Um, But it just kind of was not your typical blog. It started turning into where we create quick and easy recipes and projects for busy parents. And as I got more drawn in and more page views, more people coming to the site um, because of social media, of course, with Pinterest and Facebook and Instagram and everything else that comes along with that, it started to replace my teaching salary. And um, about three years ago, I was able to retire from my teaching position at 35 um, and start blogging full time. And then once, of course, I wasn't teaching anymore full time, I had more time on my hands. So, of course, we had to fill that. And that's when I launched my second site, JennyMelrose.com where I actually started teaching bloggers, influencers, how to monetize and grow their sites. And I started doing more business coaching with them. That's excellent. Um, I think a lot of times what people do is they, we all have to work and we have our nine to fives and so forth. And it's very easy to get into a rut. I know I've, I've gone through that myself and I've, experience times when I've had to kind of revamp and and just kind of explore and we get stuck and we're afraid to venture out and and try something new. So I I totally commend you for not being afraid to just step out and and do that. Thank you. Yes. No, it was definitely a way to kind of find my voice and have an outlet so that there was still something that was mine outside of teaching, outside of being a mother, but having my own little place. (laughs) Yes, I, I love your um, your blog site, Melrose Family. Um, yeah. There's some nice recipes. You have some nice tips and just some real practical stuff on there, as you mentioned, for busy families. So I, I really enjoyed uh, viewing that site. It was really, really nice to, to take a look at it. Thank you. So you've coached thousands of bloggers and, and entrepreneurs over the last few years. What are some of the programs you offer? Uh, I offer, so I became known in the blogging world as the pitching girl. I was known as the one that worked a lot of times with sponsors. So I would work with a major brand and I would create content for them on the Melrose family. They in turn paid me for that. And I, that is honestly how I made the majority of my money for my lifestyle blog, where I was able to 
replace that teaching salary that I had so that I didn't have to teach anymore. Um, but once other bloggers heard that that's what I was doing, I got asked to speak at a couple different conferences. The word kind of spread like wildfire. And I turned back into my teaching roots after a year of not teaching anymore and created a course, which is called Pitch Perfect Pro. Um, and that course teaches bloggers and influencers how to actually reach out to the brands, be able to pitch themselves, and then get sponsored campaigns where they're working with them to create a recipe or a project using their products in it. Um, from there, I branched out because more and more bloggers and influencers are starting to monetize their sites with starting a different um different product or putting a course out there themselves or an ebook, whatever it might be. Um, I have a second course called Launch Pro that teaches entrepreneurs how to actually launch a product and, or service even. Um, I also run masterminds with um, inside smaller groups so that we put five to six women in a group and it's facilitated by myself so that we can looking for those looking to scale their businesses as well as I do one-on-one um, -on -one coaching, and I also have a membership site for users as well. So you have quite an array of services and programs that you offer, and I, I think it's great for people to be able to tap into that. Um, I particularly enjoy listening to your influencer podcast. Um, of course, being a podcaster myself, um, I think you provide a wealth of information on that, what it really means for people to influence others. And, you know, it's not just about having 35,000 followers on Instagram or something like that. That's not really influencing people. And I like how you broke that down and explained what it really means to influence others and to actively engage an audience. Um, one of the episodes in particular was, um, 111 where it mentioned how to become an influencer that grows a community and you yeah. made a great point about finding out exactly what we should be doing and considering what types of problems we could solve for people and I was thinking well wow, I, I never really thought of it like that in that sense what we're doing for others as far as what problems do they have what are, what are they looking for and what do I have to offer so I, I really enjoyed that. Thank you. Yes. I mean, I think it comes down to your own personality, your own expertise, as far as what people are looking to hear from you. And you'll hear them asking specific questions, but you really have to listen and try to find ways to engage them, whether you're doing it on Instagram with Instagram stories, or if you're growing an email list, giving them an opportunity to actually talk and interact with you so that you can better understand what are the problems that you have? Because you obviously have a certain expertise that our people are drawn to um, and trying to really pinpoint what it is that you can solve for them. I think a lot of times influencers, especially bloggers for a long time, all they worried about were their numbers. Oh, I have 100,000 followers on Instagram. Sure, that's great. But do you know anything about them? Do they interact? Do they engage? And I think a lot of bloggers that have been blogging for a while, I mean, I've been around for nine years, we started before Pinterest was ever existed. And now with Pinterest, you get a ton of traffic coming from there, but you have to turn those into engaged fans. That's really what you want, is you want those raving fans that they want to hear what you have to say. They are the people that are going to lift you up as well as you're helping to obviously lift them up. Yes, and for me, I I mentioned to you earlier today, I, I felt as though I didn't have the time to do a podcast or 
I was wondering, well, what what type of content would I provide? And I just kind of felt that there was something missing. I enjoyed writing and, and doing so many other things, workshops and so forth, but I just felt that I needed to do more. And I think that's why that little nagging voice in my head um, kept telling me, do a podcast, do a podcast, because I, I felt as if there was something more that I needed to do and share with others, something that was valuable for them. Yes. And I think that's often where it starts. It's really wanting to be able to share and to be able to help. And I think when you come from that standpoint of an act of service to others, that they will get hooked into you more compared to you know, just putting stuff out there to put it out there. If you're not solving a problem, all people will look at it as almost, it's the, what do they call it? The Instagram, as far as everything being perfect. You know, they don't want mm -hmm. the picture perfect. They want to be able to relate to you as a person. So when you start to be able to solve those problems for them, they're going to want to listen more. Yes. To, uh, it's like saying, well, if I listen to you, what am I getting out of it? Um, what, what are you providing to me, that would be valuable for my life. Absolutely. And that, that's one of the things I wanted to ask you. Um, with you working with so many people from different backgrounds, whether they're trying to launch a business or trying to maintain one, whether it's a blogger or a podcaster, there is an audience. There is a customer base of some sort. What have you, what do you find to be one of the common mistakes that people make um, as they they could what causes them to lose customers or their audience I think when they don't come from that point of a lot of times I will hear it I work with a lot of women and a lot of the women will say to me well I'm not a salesperson I can't sell and that's just it you're not selling you're helping and I think that when they have that mindset shift of I'm just offering up an easy way for people to be able to do things, an easier way where everything's going to be put into one place, whether it's a course, whether it's an ebook, whatever it might be. When you put that material together, it gives them the accountability because they're paying for it. It's just like if you were to buy a book from Barnes and Noble, you spend that money on that book, you're going to read it because you spent that money and you want to read it. Um, but that book is also going to solve that problem and it's all in one place. So rather than having to go to Google or Pinterest or wherever it might be and piecemeal together the ways in order to solve the problem that you might have, whether it's how to eat healthier or feel more comfortable in your skin, whatever it might be self-help wise, um, it's all in one place. And I think that when people get past the point of I'm trying to sell and I'm just trying to help that it doesn't become so salesy. And people see that they can see that in you when you're talking about your product, your service. It's really about you're, you're wanting to help them. Yes, that's a great concept, um, that it's not just selling. You know, like someone might think of a salesperson like, no, I'm not here trying to sell you vacuum cleaners. You know, that and it might yeah. come across like they're, they're intimidated by that, that sale tactic. It, it might seem intimidating for them, but I like how you mentioned you're there to help. And I think it takes some of that pressure off of the person where you're not trying to just force something, but you're trying to show them, hey, this is going to benefit you. So I think that makes a world of difference uh, if they could just look at it from that perspective. Yes. No, absolutely. So what are some words of advice that you would give a person? Um, let's say you, I, I know just from me being in my circle, um, people that are not just 
from a writing background, but just in general, my circle of friends, people that are just super bright and they're people persons and they just know how to get around and, and say what they need to say, but, but they hesitate to start businesses and just do the things that they want to do. And these are very confident folks, but I'm finding that there's still that that level of fear. What advice would you give a person to just get that that boost uh, just to get started with what they're doing? I would say that it's more about ripping the bandaid off and actually just jumping in. I am not the type of person where, or at least I have become more of a type of person where I'm going to, you have to test it. And if you're going to fail, as long as you can learn something from it to make it better, to continue to move forward, everything that you do in your life, I think you can learn from whether it's a bad relationship or it's a bad decision about the way that you're going to market something. If you can learn from it to better understand your audience and what they really need, then you can continue to move forward. I think a lot of people get caught up with, I'm afraid that they're not going to like this or I'm afraid it's going to fail. Well, it's definitely going to fail if you never put it out there. So you exactly. have to be willing. I was a basketball player in, I played college basketball and it was always, well, if you didn't take the shot, you can't make it. It's like you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. And that's exactly the way that this a business is. Um, anything that we do in our lives when it comes to taking a risk, if you don't take it, it's never going to come to fruition. You have to try it and see, and then you tweak it. It's the same thing. I, a lot of people will come to me about launching a product and they'll say, well, what's the strategy as far as how to exactly do I launch? And I'm like, well, it depends upon your personality. You know, are you good with live video? Or are you better writing emails? You have to go through it and then tweak it to make it better, to make it work more effectively. It's really about reading and watching the numbers to see what people react more to and engage more with. Yes, and I think too, you mentioned finding what you're good at. Yes. And just finding your niche and just pretty much just capitalizing on that, using it to, as you mentioned, reaching people and, and influencing them. Well, I wanted to just tell you, thank you again for joining me today. Um, it's been such a pleasure speaking. And everyone, please be sure to check out Jenny's website, JennyMailRoast.com. Sign up for her live podcast, and it airs each Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on her Facebook page. Thank you for tuning in. Jenny, I, I look forward to working with you um, in, the, in the future, too, as well. I as well. Thank you so much, Charvella. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye.